Well, I'm super pumped for this episode. There are a number of reasons why. One of them being, number one, you're listening to it. So friend, I'm sending you a hug right now. What are you doing? Walking, drinking coffee, working, doing laundry, what? What? I want to know. Sending you a hug, doing whatever you're doing right now. I hope you can feel it. And I also am pumped because what you're going to hear today is going to feed your soul. Duh, that's kind of why you're here, right? So you can be fed, so you can go and do and multiply and love on the people around you because that's why we're all here. We have our friend, she's a powerhouse, Chris Reese with us. She's a Christian counselor, a pastor, writer, speaker, amazing, and she's incredible. And she's going to be talking about the distractions that keep us from our destiny. And here's the thing, what she's going to talk about is something that I'm super passionate about because I myself have experienced what she's talking about. I think we all have. However, the reason we actually designed the Design My Day workbook here at A Wife Like Me is because of what she's talking about. I'm going to share what I walked through and how I navigated the time, the little time that I even had years ago when I knew God was calling me to finish my master's in counseling. We had two kids at the time, um, and I knew God was saying, be obedient, Amanda, with what I'm asking you to do. I want you to begin writing, and I want you to begin pouring into this thing that I I didn't even understand. So I'm going to talk about that at the end of this episode after Chris shares these incredible, thoughtful pieces of wisdom with us on the distractions that keep us from our destiny. Um, I'll share some more in a bit. You have been created for a purpose. Our God is a purposeful God. He has intentionality behind everything that he does, and that includes each one of us. And maybe your heart has been crying out for purpose. I get it. I was there too. There was a time in my life where I would wake up every morning with this nagging question, is this all there is? And even though I was living a good life, there was this ache in my soul for more, more meaning, more purpose, more God. And as I set out on my mission to find this purpose, I found that discovering my purpose was the fun part. Staying the course That was the hard part. Look, our intentions for purpose can be good. Our plan for purpose can be grand. But if we don't recognize and account for the distractions and delays along the way, we could miss the very purpose for which we were created. You can dream and even plan, but still be blocked from moving forward. My friend, we call these distractions from destiny. And as you travel along life's journey in pursuit of your purpose, there are some delays and distractions that you can plan for and thus steer around. And some of our distractions just come from life itself. Life comes with its own troubles. Don't be surprised. In fact, Jesus reminds us in John 16, 33, in this life, you will have trouble, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Now I'm a planner. I love to plot out my goals and my day and one by one, just check them off my list. It feels so good. But inevitably, I end up getting overly ambitious. I take that one day that I accomplished everything on my to-do list and I set that as the new standard of accomplishment. And what do you think happens when I don't? I feel like a loser. I even caught myself saying to my husband at the end of another long day, I didn't get anything done today. And that simply wasn't true. All I did was hit a few bumps in the road like I should have expected and kept moving forward. 
So we can and should expect some of life's difficulties to get in the way. And in doing so, we plan accordingly. Kind of like having a savings account for a rainy day. It's really not a matter of if things go wrong, it's when. But there are also distractions that come as a result of an enemy who hates you and does not want to see you move forward in your God-given purpose. He wants to see you bound up, stuck up, and frustrated. And there are five primary methods that he uses to accomplish this. And my hope is that you will see this for what it is, a distraction from destiny. The first is the comparison trap. (laughs) There are few things, my friend, that can prevent you from fulfilling your purpose more than comparing your journey to someone else's. Instead of concerning yourself with where everyone else is, I want to encourage you to stay in your lane and keep moving forward. God has created you with a unique temperament, unique passions, unique giftings, and I want to encourage you to discover what they are and let them guide you. We make a big mistake when we fall into the comparison trap. I remember in school, I used to run races and my coach taught me to focus on two things and two things only, your lane and the finish line. Why did he tell me this? Well, because I used to get easily distracted by what my opponent was doing and I would turn my head to see where they were. And in doing so, It not only slowed me down, but on two occasions, I was disqualified because I drifted into their lane. My friend, you can't run your race in someone else's lane. So the next distraction is time. Many of us miss out on living the life that you were created for by thinking that you either don't have enough time to create this plan, or you have plenty of time to figure it out. Both are going to prevent you from fulfilling your God-given purpose. Since God created us with intentionality and everything that he does has a purpose and an intention, I want to take that same approach to my day too. I want to be very intentional about what I'm going to do with my time. Time is a very precious gift, my friend. The last thing we want to do is squander it. But again, I see two schools of thought. There are some people that put so much productivity pressure on themselves that they feel like if they're not moving, that they're being lazy. God does give us times of rest. But we don't want to swing that pendulum so far in the other direction and think that we're just going to kind of go with the flow and the Holy Spirit is really just going to tell us where to go and what to do. There are going to be times where we need to be very intentional about what we're doing with the gifts, with the temperament, and with the time that God has given us. The third one is unforgiveness. Oh, unforgiveness is like a cancer. It eats away at you until even the healthiest parts of you are contaminated. It's going to pull you in with its desire for vengeance and prevent you from living your life and moving forward. So I want to encourage you, my friend, if you're struggling with unforgiveness, I get it. You're probably justified. That person probably hurt you deeply and they don't deserve to be taken off the hook. But here's the difference. When we take them off of our hook, they're now able to go on God's hook. And God can pay back better than you ever could. 
As long as you continue to hold on to that unforgiveness, you are inviting this cancer into your life. You are allowing this soul tie, this binding with this person, the very person that you're probably trying to let go of. My friend, I want to encourage you to let go of the offense. You will free yourself from the weight. Plus, now they get to go on God's hook. The next is people-pleasing. Oh, there is no way to move forward in all that God has created you to be if you are too busy trying to please others. And most people-pleasers, if we're being honest, can't bear to have someone unhappy with them. But I don't want you to miss out on those words, well done, my good and faithful servant, by getting caught up in trying to please people who will likely never be satisfied anyway. Let's think about this for a moment. We all have different temperaments, different passions, different beliefs, different values, different experiences, and different perspectives. How is it possible that we are going to please everyone? It's not. So if you can change your focus to pleasing God, yes, there's likely going to be a handful of people that you please and another handful that you don't please. But don't miss out on hearing those wonderful words, my friend. And the last thing that can be a delay and a distraction to fulfilling your God-given purpose is toxic thinking. You see, when negative thinking is left unchecked, it spirals out of control and it can become toxic. And you begin to believe the thoughts and the feelings that keep you stuck in fear and self-condemnation. The solution, however, isn't just positive thinking, but rather in challenging the truth of the negative ones. Toxic thinking can cause confusion, unrest, and dis-ease within your mind as well as your body. Don't let these nasty devil-sent thoughts go unchecked. 2 Corinthians 10.5 reminds us that we are to take every thought captive and make them obedient to Christ. My friend, don't miss out on living a life of purpose because of any of these delays or distractions. I encourage you to start today to address your distractions head on to set out to overcome them because I promise you it will be worth the investment. Okay, how amazing is that? Chris, thank you so much for sharing with us. Ladies, head over to chrisreese.com. That's Chris with a K. Reese is spelled R-E-E-C-E. We will link her in the show notes. But go over. She's got so many fantastic videos actually on YouTube as well. So go over to her website, check out everything she has there and links to YouTube as well over there. She's fantastic. Chris, we love you. So ladies, I told you at the beginning of this episode that I would share a bit about my own personal journey with being distracted from what I knew God was calling me to do and to step into. And um, although my story obviously probably looks different than yours, I just want to share a little bit of it with you because I do know that there are things that the enemy wants us to be distracted with, like Chris was just saying, regardless of where we're at and what it is that he's asking us to step into. So for myself, I knew that when God called me into actually um, 
something, a, a life of be, being obedient, really starting to write, starting to speak, starting to share with others what he was um, showing me. I did not know how to do that. We had two kids at the time. Um, I was still finishing my master's in counseling and my husband was farming. He had just started farming and he was really busy in the field and not home much. Bottom line is I did not have a a predictable schedule to do what I thought God was asking me to do. And so for a while, I knew that he, like, I was certain that he was saying, Amanda, invest in this calling that I have placed on your life. But I really didn't know how to steward that well. And I'm a firm believer that God, when, when he asks us to do something, whether it's read a book so that we can uh, because he, he is wanting to reveal himself more in how we're parenting, or if it's, uh, be, become uh, more disciplined in opening his word, whatever this is, big, small, in between, when he asks us to do something, when he invites us into something, and we know his spirit is prompting us to say yes to something, it's very easy to them feel paralyzed or confused by, well, what is this actually supposed to look like? And that's how I found myself. And essentially, there was this period of time where I really didn't act on it, on following this call to invest in my, just start writing, start speaking, because I, I really didn't have a, a way that I thought I could create the time for it. And I felt like my time, the, the little teeny pockets of time I had, I was either exhausted or I felt like that's when I just, I, there was so much I wanted to do that I didn't even know where to begin. So then I just felt paralyzed. This is the exact reason why we created the Design My Day workbook, because it helps us, it starts kind of backwards um, and then lays out steps for you to walk through so that you can design the day that you know God is asking you to design, that he will design for you. And what this really entails is looking at the time that you do have. When are you going to be awake? You know, when are you going to bed? What does your schedule um ask of you? What do you, what are the tasks that you have to do? What are the tasks that you would like to do? What are the tasks that will become non-negotiables that you need to do for your personal well-being? And how then will you design those into your day? It can feel right now like are you kidding, Amanda? I have no time for anything. And that's exactly what the enemy wants you to think. So again, regardless of if it's just setting aside a half an hour a day for quiet time for you, or whether it's setting aside an hour or 10 minutes to invest in that thing that maybe God has gifted in you, maybe it's crocheting, maybe it's whatever that thing is. Uh, I know that God will provide a way for you to do that. But again, just a practical problem we have is how in the world am I going to have time for this? So again, if you find yourself in that situation, head over to awifelikeme.com. Um, right there on our homepage, if you scroll down, you're going to see right away, design my day. What is this? Learn about it. It's a, it's amazing. It's just a workbook. You get it, you print it off and you can use it as many times as you need, want. And what I love about it, I just had to use it again myself because for each season, 
that is changing our time changes, right? For myself personally, we're heading into summer up in Minnesota pretty soon. We have like two weeks left of school and my schedule is going to change. Typically I work Monday through Friday, but this summer I'm only going to be able to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So I have to adjust my schedule and design my days differently than I have been during the school year. So I had to go back through the workbook and do that. Um, also, everyone in the A Wife Like Me Collective has the workbook in there um, at their hand. They can use that whenever they want. It's already in there and it, that's included in the A Wife Like Me Collective. So if you've been wondering, hey, I've kind of thought about joining the A Wife Like Me Collective, um, that's a great reason to even just join. You get that free um, as a part of being in the A Wife Like Me Collective. And again, it's there for you to use as you need that. So anyway, even if you're not in the collective and you want the Design My Day workbook, just again, head to awifelikeme.com and it's on the homepage, uh, Design My Day. Cannot miss it. Friends, I hope you enjoyed this. Again, go over, check Chris Reese out. She's fantastic, Chris. We love you. We will have her back on the podcast later uh, in the fall. And um, ladies, I love you. You're so loved. I wish I could hug you, but I probably wouldn't because I have a cold right now. You can probably tell with my manly voice. Super sorry about that. But I'd want to hug you if I saw you right now. Okay. Um, I love you so much. And please know that you are so loved. If you need prayer, if you need encouragement, if you have questions for myself or our team, you can always email us at info at awifelikeme.com. We are here for you. You can direct message us on Instagram, whatever. We love you and um, I'm here for you. Okay, have a good day and we will be back next week for a brand new episode of the Wife Like Me podcast.